Welcome to the Mums King Matter podcast, where we explore the multifaceted experiences of women and mothers and why it's vital to truly look after ourselves. As mothers, we are doing one of the most important and challenging jobs, raising the next generation. I'm your host, Lucy. I'm the birth recovery coach, coach for mums, perinatal specialist, personal trainer, yoga teacher, and matrescence coach, working with women to make sense of their motherhood experience. It is my desire to help mums like you step into your power and rise as the change makers that we are. Just because society doesn't acknowledge the value of what mothers do, it doesn't mean we can't value ourselves. In my spare time, I love hanging out with my beautiful daughter, reading and writing poetry, long walks in nature, and a good soul-nourishing dance. The benefits of baby massage. And I say baby massage, but I really mean, I guess, massage for your child, because you might use baby massage for years after they are a baby. I still do bits of massage on Matilda when she asks me to, especially before bed. And it really, really helps her to settle. But I wonder, have you done baby massage with your little one? And has your partner done baby massage with your little one? And I say this because, yet, yes, it is most often the mum who comes to class. But of course, I've had dads in class. I've also run sessions where there have been couples. It's been really lovely to have couples come and massage the baby and learn about the skills and the techniques and the tools and for them both to feel a little bit more empowered. So I'm going to talk about the benefits of baby massage. But first, I'd like to share how I came to teach baby massage and use it to begin with. I've mentioned it on other podcasts of mine, but Tilly and I had a traumatic birth experience and we were referred to a baby massage class by the health visitor. And it was really lovely to do to turn up to meet other people and to be led through a class to learn some different tools and techniques. And then after this, I knew I was going to do a baby massage class with my friend Philly because I'd met Philly while I was pregnant or even before that. And so I knew that when I had my baby, I was going to go to her class. And so it was really lovely again to meet other mums and to enjoy what we did. And there'd be times where she wouldn't, we wouldn't get to do the whole class for sure, you know, and I would never expect that of anyone who comes to my class or a class. But it was just still so lovely to get out of the house, to enjoy the calm setting and to be led through something. And then I was asked by Philly, who went on mat leave with twins, if I wanted to cover her classes because she knew I worked in that realm of postnatal care. And I said, yes. And so I loved doing the course and began to teach baby massage. And ever since then, I've kind of flown with it. I just love it. And being a bit of a body geek, in inverted commas, I love being able to help people learn more about the body from this tiny age with their hands on their little one. So one of the ways that baby massage is really powerful is connection, connection with your child. And 
Tilly and I didn't really have a problem with bonding, but it doesn't mean it doesn't go a long way to spend that precious time slowing down, being still or relatively still. We might have a wriggly baby on our hands for sure. And having the benefit of that in the busyness of everyday life, whether you have one child, whether you have more than one child, maybe you have a pet as well, but to sit down in a cozy space to have that time to massage is so beneficial for both of the people in involved. So both the baby being massaged and the parent or the carer. Because sometimes I've had nannies come to class. Sometimes I'm I've sometimes I've had a a grandparent come to class, and it's been really lovely to witness what everyone gets from the session. So yeah, connection is one of the benefits. It can be really calming. It can be really calming for the baby and for the person massaging. It can be calming for the mind and help you to feel more relaxed. And the same goes for your baby. It can help them to have a really good sleep. I would often say goodbye to people at the end of class and then they'd come back the following week and say, oh, they had such a good nap after I went for like a two hour walk or whatever. And they had the most amazing sleep because that was their first session and they really enjoyed the benefits. The baby clearly did anyway. And that was really lovely to hear. It can also help your baby to become less needy. And I don't really like saying needy because it's so natural for a baby to need a parent, a mum, especially, I would say. Um, But wanty, I'm going to just say wanty instead. It can help them become less wanty, as in they are okay for a little bit longer on their own, meaning that you might get to go for a wee. You know, you might get to do something with your hands free, which can obviously be a big deal as a mum to a baby, right? When we massage, oxytocin is released. And this is so good for us. Oxytocin is the love hormone. So gorgeous to know that that is happening, whether it is mum massaging or dad massaging or an older sibling welcoming the new little one to the family massaging or a grandparent. You know, this is on a piece on my website, on a blog piece, but I had a grandmother come to class with her granddaughter and it was so gorgeous to witness them coming week after week and the grandmother was going through chemotherapy and she would often ask me to pick up the baby because she was too weak to at that angle and, and stand up with her in her arms and it was a pleasure to help and thankfully she survived and everything but it was just so precious to witness that relationship. It can be so helpful for a partner to massage the baby and because... I'm hesitating over what I share here, but sometimes the partners can feel left out. They can feel like a spare wheel. And I don't think that's ever the case because we need a support network to bring up a baby and their voice and their actions are always so nurturing and so helpful, hopefully. But it can really help a dad to feel more confident or a partner to feel more confident, sorry, if they are able to massage. Say you've got the predominant um, primary carer and then partner maybe comes home from work or has the smaller pockets of time with the little one and they're able to massage and I have been sent some lovely testimonials and even a video or two of partner massaging baby and it's just so lovely to know that they are able to pass on these skills to the partner to help the whole family it really does it helps the whole family not just baby 
not just mum for getting some time to herself, but the partner and the ripple effect of greater ease and pleasure and joy, which I'm really passionate about. Touch is like nutrition for babies. It really is. So it's as important as food because it is like nutrition. Touch is super nourishing. I think for probably anyone of any age, but of course, some people don't like massage and that's totally valid. But there is research saying when a baby isn't held or cuddled or touched, it will suffer much, much more than a baby that is touched and cuddled and held. And that's so heartbreaking to think about. But if you think about the positive effects of massage, touch is like nutrition. And really touch is like a form of language. If you are able to hold your baby lovingly instead of, obviously this isn't uh, nice to think about, but if we were to handle a baby in a slightly grumpy way or a cross way, you know, that's going to come across. So if we can have the more loving strokes, the better. And the same with our touch of our own body, if I'm honest. This is something that I may talk more into in another podcast. But yeah, touch is nourishing. Touch is like nutrition. So I wonder if you can think about a little pocket of time where you have a nesty space in your home, the heating on, perhaps some lovely music, perhaps soft lighting, perhaps some lovely comforting, soothing fabrics for you both to enjoy. You can see this maybe as an, as an investment in your time. It can help the temperament of you both. I can sometimes see how people will struggle to slow down and make time for different things. And of course, it's not for me to say what you do and what you don't do. But as I say, I invite you to think about it as an investment in your time with your little one, because they will love that connection. And most likely you will love it too. It may not always be smooth. They might have a poo and you just need to abort ship and not not pursue it that, that time. It might be that they're a wriggle bum and you haven't found the right time pocket. And I don't mean to sound accusatory at all. It's sometimes tricky to find the right window but I believe if you continue to try you may find a window that is good to massage but of course some babies may not like massage so I of course do not want you to feel like a failure if they don't want to be massaged because in my experience teaching baby massage I've heard and seen all sorts of things and some babies didn't like their head being touched and then the parents would say, well, that's understandable because they came out via forceps and then maybe the baby had seen an osteopath and they were okay with their head being touched soon after. Another example was a couple said that their baby liked being given space as opposed to being in their face because with the head and face strokes, I'll invite people to maybe crouch over their little one and be really close. But sometimes babies may not like that. It's always an opportunity to acknowledge what your baby enjoys and what they don't because they will vocalise or push your hands away if they don't want it. One of the loveliest testimonials that I've had about baby massage is a lady called Katie telling me about her little one called Matilda and I'll read it to you now. A few nights ago my Matilda woke in the night saying my tummy hurts. It took me a while to work out what she was asking for by massage but I worked out she was asking for a massage so I did some of the stomach strokes you taught us in baby massage and after a few minutes she said it was better and settled back to sleep. So thank you for giving me tools which still help now. How precious is that? 
both that she did that and that she told me. Thank you both. Baby massage can be soothing for you and your baby. When Matilda was a baby and she had her first immunisation, I remember it clearly. It was hideous. I got more upset than her, I expect, but it was just horrible. And so I'll regularly say to people after your baby's had an immunisation, you wouldn't want to massage the site itself. You wouldn't want to be anywhere near the swelling or the redness, but you could massage elsewhere because it could help to soothe them after that. It could help to soothe them after something else upsetting, but it can also help to soothe your nerves. It can help to, as I said before, create that oxytocin. And also something lovely I'd like to share is my daughter Matilda asks for massage now. And depending on my capacity, sometimes I'm like, oh, is there anything more I can give you? I don't have the capacity for that right now. And then I do. I really do, because I know that it's so lovely for us to do. But I also really celebrate her for being an advocate for herself, for speaking up for what she needs, what she wants, what helps her to feel good, especially at bedtime. And it really does help her to drift off, to go all goosebumpy with her skin and her breath changes. And you can hear she's more relaxed. But yeah, like I say, I really want to celebrate Matilda for being an advocate for speaking up for what's important, because in my opinion, there isn't enough of that. And that is why I do what I do. So yay, Tilly. And here is a poem I would love to share with you. Because poetry means a lot to me. I write poetry, I read it a lot, and I've chosen specific poems for each episode, so I hope you enjoy them. Please Touch Me by Phyllis K. Davis If I am your baby, please touch me. I need your touch in ways you may never know. Don't just wash and change and feed me but rock me close, kiss my face and stroke my body. Your soothing, gentle touch says security and love. If I am your child, please touch me, though I may resist, even push you away. Persist, find ways to meet my needs. Your goodnight hug helps sweeten my dreams. Your daytime touching tells me how you really feel. If I am your teenager, please touch me. Don't think because I'm almost grown, I don't need to know that you still care. I need your loving arms. I need a tender voice. When the road gets rocky, then the child in me still needs. If I am your friend, please touch me. Nothing lets me know you care like a warm embrace. A healing touch when I'm depressed assures me I am loved and reassures me that I am not alone. Yours may be the only comforting touch I get. If I am your sexual partner, please touch me. You may think that your passion is enough, but only your arms hold back my fears. I need your tender, reassuring touch to remind me I am loved just because I am me. If I am your grown-up child, please touch me. Though I may have a family of my own to hold, I still need mummy's and daddy's arms when I hurt. As a parent, the view is different, I appreciate you more. If I am your ageing parent, please touch me. The way I was touched when I was very young. Hold my hands. 
sit close to me, give me strength, and warm my tired body with your nearness. Although my skin is worn wrinkled, it loves to be stroked. Thank you for listening to the Mums King Matter podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me at The Birth Recovery Coach on social media or contact me via my website. The link is in the show notes. In the meantime, if you'd like to know more about my coaching offering, hop onto my website and book a free discovery call. Sending you love and peaceful wishes. Until next time, look after you.